Welcome to Broad Soup Binge. I'm Marissa. And I'm Molly. And this is it. This is the Broad Soup Binge. Yeah, so, you know, we're just binge-watching shows and breaking them down. Um, So join us in our journey. Yeah, why do you sound so sleepy and hoarse? Are you sick? No, I'm just so tired. Uh, Moving, like being a homeowner is not what it cracks up to be. I literally, I've been on Zoom calls since, I mean, I started work at 7 and I, it's 8 p.m. and this is my first break, in quotes. Wow. Well, yeah, that sounds tricky. hmm But no, I'm not sick. I'm, I'm healthy and alive, you know, barely, but. Well, good. We're, we're glad to hear it. So what's been going on with you these past two weeks, I think? Yeah, we took a little pause. Um, I have been doing this cute new thing called anxiety Googling. Um, what's that? It's where I get suddenly I get anxious about something that's very random that I've never thought about before and really has never been a concern before. And I... In the evening, I suddenly get very, very anxious about it and start Googling solutions. So, Okay, yeah, we need an example. (laughs) That's a cute new thing about quarantine. Like, okay, I've had like three examples in the past couple days. Three days ago, it was I suddenly felt like I should be using a vitamin C serum. So I like texted you what kind you use. And then I spent a long time Googling and trying to find it two nights ago or last night. I decided that my dog should be eating probiotics. Okay. Like this is not a concern. No vet has told me that he should be like, he is fine. But like last night, all of a sudden, literally I'll just be like sitting there and I'll be like, my anxiety will be like, but have you thought about probiotics for your dog? So then last night, I spent, like, an hour Googling the best probiotics for my dog, only to, like, I didn't buy anything. Like, I just, that's what happens. I, like, Googled something for an hour, and then an hour later, I'm like, wait, I don't need this. And then today, I did actually Google something that I do need, Um, but I've been Googling squirrel spikes and squirrel repellent for, like, the last hour. Wait, what? Yeah, because... Do you get squirrels on your patio? Yeah, there's so many. So I live on the top floor of my... Oh my gosh, just now when I said the word, my dog ran to the backyard. Like, that's... Or the back door. Oh, he's like ready. Yeah. So, okay, I live on the top floor of my apartment building. And there's a huge, huge tree and a gutter next to mine. And I've been noticing a ton of them. I'm not even going to say the word anymore because it'll freak my dog out. He'll be like ready to fight. But there have been a ton of them climbing. Well, come to find out, both my below-me neighbors are feeding them. Oh. So it's essentially like the squirrels are playing a video game. Like, they're, like, the first and second level are, like, really fun and easy. And they get, like, gems and treats. And then they get to level three. And they're like, fuck this. This is a really hard, challenging level because a dog's trying to kill me and a human's trying to catch me. Oh, that's, yeah, that's weird. That's weird that they're feeding them. I don't understand why. Like, squirrels can feed themselves. Also, these squirrels are mangy as 
fuck. Like, they're not afraid of humans. I'm not kidding you. I'll, like, walk by the recycling or, like, the garbage bins outside, and they're, like, gnawing on chicken bones. The other night, I'm not kidding you, I saw a squirrel push another squirrel out of the tree three stories. Um, And then the other night, my dog walked in from our patio upstairs eating pizza. And I was like, where did you get pizza? Like, the squirrels are, like, climbing up this tree with pieces oh, of with pizza. pizza. And, like, dropped it for your dog. Yeah. It's wow, it's like maybe maybe there's going to be some, like, interspecies love going on. <laughs> and Bacho has, like, a squirrel lover. I mean, maybe. I think it's, like, a very love-hate relationship, if that's the case. Because Bacho, my dog, goes apeshit if he sees one on the patio. So... Anyway, at least, like, tonight's Google search was sort of useful. I mean, it didn't lead me to anything, and I didn't buy anything. So if any of our listeners are, like, squirrel experts, please notify me. I'm not, like, a PETA, a friend of PETA. Like, I'm not trying to hurt them, but, like, I'm not opposed to, like, poisonous materials. Oh, you should not poison them. <laughs> that would No, I, like, honestly, you shouldn't. Plus, your dog could eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I mean, I was, like, mostly kidding, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not, like, trying to be, I, I'm, like, done fighting this battle. Like, I'm not worried about something that, like, might hurt them a little, like a squirrel spike or something, you know? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, you know, or, I mean, bird spikes. You know how, like, birds land, like, they can't land on spikes, so, like, like, the Eiffel Tower has it, so birds don't land and poop on it? I I don't know. I've just been, like, I guess I'm, like, a who knew I was a lover to the animals. I would just never think to do that. Wow. This is getting um, weird because I do love animals, but I'm just sick of these guys. They're ruining. They're, like, eating off my deck. Like, it's just bad. It's bad stuff. Okay. Fair enough. You know, we all have our things that bother us. So that's it. It's a new outlet for my anxiety is Google. Okay. Well, yeah, that's good. At least you, you know, have it under control, it seems. <laughs> yeah, very under control. It's definitely not becoming an obsession or a compulsion. But you haven't bought anything on it, so that's, like, kind of promising. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's promising or, like, makes the whole thing worse, that I spend time researching stuff and then it leads to nothing. I'm, like, heavy into that. I will, like, I never pull the, like, it's rare. I do zero research and buy stuff. If I do a lot of research, I usually talk myself out of whatever purchase. Yeah, totally. And I'm a very, are you reliant on reviews? I'm very reliant on stars and review systems. Yes. And I will ask, like, so today I made an impulse purchase of a off-brand Roomba. Because I was not about to spend. Some of those Roombas are like $600. Yeah, they're very expensive. And you just think. You don't want to vacuum. You want to like set it and forget it. Yeah. I mean, and so again, this is is a whole new world being a homeowner. Like who fucking knew that I would care about this. But my new floors like are very dark wood. And it shows everything. I mean, I would need to sweep these floors every day. Like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. And I, I mean, I just, I can't, I can, like, I need to get a house cleaner in here every two weeks, but there's no, I mean, it's just not realistic to think that I will sweep every day. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I need to get a Roomba, but I can't pay for a real Roomba. I need to get a fake Roomba. So I was like Amazoning these fake Roombas. Is it called a Zumba? And it like dances for you a little? 
And that would be good. No, I forget what brand. It started with an E. It was some random brand, but I have three coworkers who have this exact Roomba, and it was only or fake Roomba, Fumba, Zumba. Yeah. Um, and it was only $150. Sure. Well, that's not as bad as six. I mean, if it's going to, if I'm going to use it every day, that's like, I'll take it. Yeah, for sure. Well, great. What else has been going on in homeownership? Mainly just like, I've had like a lot of internet saga, which has taken up like the past week of my life, week and a half of my life. Um, like just couldn't, couldn't get the internet to work. Yeah. Yeah. Had the most insane Xfinity experience of my life. They typically are. Yeah. I had two technicians come three different routers, went to the store twice, was on hold with them for hours and they still couldn't get the internet to work. Wow. Yeah. Xfinity is, is not my favorite. I think you'd be hard pressed to find someone Whose favorite it is. Yeah, I mean, I can't even tell you the amount of times I cried this past week because of this internet <laughs> situation. Um, just exasperated, exasperated, exasperated by the fact that we're working from home. So it's like, yeah, I need the internet. It's not even. And then I also realized that I have 100% a TV addiction. And I was like going through withdrawal because I haven't watched TV in over a week because I haven't had internet. Yeah, and that, that is the biggest problem so far. And so I was, like, already on it. Like, my parents have been here for a week. My outlet of stress is watching TV, and then I can't watch any TV, and I don't have internet. And it was just – it's been, like, a dark week. But today I got a new internet provider, and so far, so good. Knocking on wood. Well, that's great. Everything's functioning. This is all coming off as a very first world problems podcast. Me with my squirrels and me with your internet. Yeah, I mean, we definitely are some heavy first world problems. And I recognize that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if people have bared with us for the last 10 minutes listening to our problems while they're also, you know, like inevitably dealing with their own quarantine drama, we appreciate you sticking with us. Yeah, exactly. We're just teaching you that no matter how minute the issue might seem, you can still have a podcast and bitch about it. And yeah, more than one person might listen to it. And no matter how glam your life might seem, like Molly and mine, everyone, you know, we've all got our issues. 100%. Well, let's dig in. Um, yeah. Before we dig in, I have two side notes the first is that obviously this is not a spoiler free zone we will be spoiling everything about everything yes secondly this is our 16th episode which means yay yay, we did it we made six dollars and fifty cents (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh hey that's not bad it's not awful um we appreciate you 40 faithful listeners who have listened to every episode for those of you who have come and gone thanks a lot for nothing um <laughs> uh no but okay so it's our 16th episode and we're gonna take this is our our season finale so Season finale, so it better be a banger. It better be great. If it's not, that'll really 
be be a problem. But we're gonna take a little break, um, regroup, and do some do some R and D, some heavy R and D. So we will be soliciting your feedback via Instagram and text, and also anything else. So with that said, let's um, let's get into all it. Buckle up and enjoy it. Let's go. Guess what show we're doing, Marissa? I mean, you already know, but <laughs> Which, no, the me. people can guess. <laughs> okay, we'll wait for you all to guess. Yeah, okay, have you guessed, even though it's in the title that you clicked on? Okay. Um, it's going to be a good one. I'm honestly really excited for this episode. I'm excited, too. We're doing Selling Sunset, obviously, because you clicked on it. Um, so we're doing that. For those of you who don't know. You're missing this- out. You're really missing out. We hope that this, just like our other episodes, hopefully, um, is the little taster you needed to kick that booty right into your couch so that you'll watch Netflix. Yes. It's great. Guys on Netflix, we've got three seasons. Even less with three seasons. That's great because I wrote two seasons. So thanks for fact checking me. Well, Um, I mean, yeah, the the third season was kind of a surprise. Like the second season premiered during this quarantine, right? And then they dropped an emergency, like third season only at the beginning of August, which feels like a lifetime ago. Wow. Well, it's because we both watched it in four hours. Like literally, I think it premiered Friday, and for some, I was too hungover on Friday to watch it. I literally remember texting you, being like, "I couldn't start Selling Sunset because I'm too hungover to process any new information." And then I finished it the first. That wow, that says a lot about my life. And then I finished it on Saturday once I was able to wait process things. Have we talked about Selling Sunset already? We just we just talked about it a little bit. We didn't already review it, right? I hope definitely... not, but now I'm getting nervous that we have. Wait, we... I don't think so because I didn't even research, but we definitely told this story before. We about... did tell this story before. <laughs> okay, okay, we did okay. tell this story. Wow, sorry, I'm wow. retelling stories. This is why we can only have 16 episodes per season because we clearly can't be trusted to look back at our own work. Can you imagine? That would be hilarious if we were just like, we're actually just going to redo it. We feel like we did it. There's <laughs> didn't actually a do... lot more depth to this show than we first discussed. Okay, we've we've not done it. We've not done it. I've confirmed. I went back okay, and great. I think we just talked about how much we liked the show and you said that you were too hungover to watch. Yeah. No, yeah, I think yeah. that was probably in like our weekly update. Yeah, yeah. Okay, phew. Wow, wow, wow. That would have been awkward. <laughs> that would have been so awkward. Um, okay, well, now that we've all figured this out, we're regrouped. We're ready to dive in. As we mm-hmm. said, it's on Netflix. It is about these beautiful, very phony, lots of work done uh, realtors in L.A., and they uh, sell multi-million dollar homes. Lug- luxury is their lifestyle. But then, of course, there's a lot of inner staff skirmishes. There's a lot of drama. They amp up the drama. It reminds me of, like, the like OG Bravo TV drama days. Yeah, the drama is, it seems to be very manufactured from what the research I've done. 
it seems to be like very fake but it's great tv yeah i mean it's the drama we needed during quarantine really oh absolutely i think that really played into the success of this show is that there's been not a ton of new content and so this came out and it was like sharks feasting on flesh you know just (laughs) it was what we needed yeah right exactly it was like a feeding frenzy um yeah well so should we like what how should we approach this should we break down some of the main characters yeah I think we need to okay do you have any that you're passionate about that you want to talk about or do you want me to (laughs) I think we should save our fave our mutual fave for last because she has the most to discuss I think Okay. Uh, so well, okay. we could just talk first about okay. So the first thing we do have to deep dive into yeah, is the fact that this agency is owned by two short bald <laughs> twins. Two and short they... bald twins who are very skeezy. Like yeah, I can't, like... I cannot emphasize enough how skeezy. Like if you walked into a bar and these like two short bald slimy twins were sitting there, they would one hundred percent order themselves and you the tip top shelf alcohol they would get your number and try to get into your pants in 3.7 minutes um and you if you have done any therapy work at all if not godspeed but if you have you would read right through them and you would be like you these skeezy pervy twins i'm out but then, joke's on you, because they're worth $50 million each. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they are rich. They have that going for them. They they have beautiful homes. Like, they have great taste Yeah, in interior design. But, yeah, so Brett and Jason are the twins. Can you tell the difference between them? Because No, I, I honestly can't. It's bad. But I feel like I can't tell the difference between any twins unless they're fraternal. Yeah, I mean, that's true. These ones are very interchangeable. Their personalities, they're everything. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I don't, I would have to do, like, this person is wearing green today. Like, it would be embarrassing. But, yeah, I don't have them down yet. No. So, and then, of course, like, the only agents besides them that they film in the show are all these, like, very attractive, like, model-esque looking women. Yeah. And just the whole dynamic is kind of strange. It's, like, these two single guys. And then, like, a lot of these women are married or have serious relationships. And they're, like, partying with these, like, two twins. Yeah, I would say just as much, at least in the show, just as much as they work they all, like, hang out and party together in, like, a very sexualized way. Like, I find it really strange. If this were real and, like, your bosses were inviting you to these, like, really sexual, like, drunken hangouts, I think it'd be very creepy. Yeah, it's definitely not a normal work environment. It feels very incestuous. And there gets to be a lot of drama because one of the agents used to date one of the twins. And so everyone thinks that. Like, he favors her, which is also weird that she used to date her boss. And they have, like, a dog together. Yeah, they've been broken up for, like, ten years. And they it's, still, like, co-parent a dog. Yeah, it's it's kind of, it's strange. I'm not going to lie. It is strange. Well, should we talk about her first, Mary? Yeah, let's talk about Mary. You talk about Mary. Okay. Well, Mary is, um, as we said, she dated Jason. She is the favorite she um 
according to the other women, Jason and Brett always give her the best houses, which means like one of the best parts of the show, honestly, besides the drama is seeing these multi-million dollar homes and seeing their, how they're staged to sell and then seeing how much commission each of the women would make on the sell. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. It's nuts. I mean, they're making minimum. The lowest commission I saw one of them make was 50000 on one home. And then on some of the others, it's like hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so Mary, actually, to be honest with you, Mary, to me, seems like the only serious real estate agent. Like I, I was just going to say that. One. I was going to say that she seems like the only one who actually sells real estate. And I feel like the rest, like, don't actually do real estate. No, exactly. I think she does. I think she actually seems pretty good at it. Um, and she's like 40. No, not even. She, she to me, she's like beautiful and has had a lot of work done. But to me, her work actually makes her look older than she is. She's actually only 39. Oh, yeah. I would have thought that she was older. Yeah, she looks older. She apparently got pregnant the very first time she had sex when she was 16. Oh so my God. can you son, imagine that's literally my first that's my worst nightmare nightmare I couldn't watch like 16 and pregnant when that was a thing on MTV because it just stressed me out too bad. remember when it was like that show I didn't know I was pregnant and the people nope, would like, watch literally it. be sitting on the toilet and they would have a baby because oh I was God. really skinny like in the beginning <laughs> of my life and I was a hundred percent terrified that that was gonna happen to me <laughs> I like um, I was I was convinced I can't even, I still, I'm almost 30 and I can't even think about that. Um, like, I'm still afraid. My nightmare still is being 16 and pregnant. Um, but she yeah. was, and it was the first time she ever had sex. So she has like a 25-year-old son, but she also has a 25-year-old husband now who's like this Yeah, now model. a husband. Um, he, Romaine. Romaine Bonet. Um... And she, she's still, like, very – well, both of them are still very incestuous and tied up with Jason and Brett. Like, they were the bachelor – no, the groomsmen at their wedding. Yeah, that was weird. Very weird. So, or, like, her bachelorette party is attended by all her coworkers, including the two guys, which is also creepy. Um. Yeah, so she she's actually fine. In fact, in a lot of ways, in terms of, like, who I'd actually want to be friends with in real life, she's the only one I like. Like, in terms of, like, I think she's a decent She's, person. like, the more down-to-earth of yeah. all, the whole cast. And Even though she's, like, like, one of the richest. Yeah, well, they, they also edit her very well. You can tell that true. they, like, want you to like her. Yeah, true. And well, she's they also... not trying to, like, play any type of stereotype like she's not trying to be the mean girl or the nice girl but she has enough personality where you're still sympathetic towards her and like root for her that's very true well I also feel like in season two and three the editing is really trying to get us to like Amanza who is Mary's friend and apparently Jason and Brett's friend for a long time she's a single mother she used to be married to some famous athlete um, and she also owns an interior design business. She's beautiful. But yeah, the editing, I think, is trying to make us like her. And I don't like her at all. Yeah, I don't really like her either. I agree that they wanted us to like 
Mary, Amanza, and then Chriselle, who will do like a full deep yeah. dive in. And then they're trying to get you to hate kind of the well, the maybe rest. not hate yeah. the rest, but at least anyway. So we can do quick. So like Maya's the easy quick one. I feel like yeah. She... Oh, that's a good point. I could be friends with Maya in real life too. I think. Yeah, she's like very so she's Israeli. She's a very straight shooter. Her husband lives in Miami. She ends up getting pregnant actually twice yeah. during the whole three Rapid seasons succession. of having two kids. Um, and she does a pretty good job of staying out of the majority of the drama. Like the drama's never about her because she's in a stable relationship, like with kids. And she's never doing anything or saying anything too crazy. She's usually just a witness to a lot of the drama. Or maybe she'll repeat something that someone said. But somehow she really kind of comes out unscathed and everything. Yeah, she's able to sort of incite the drama in a way that, like, only people who are foreign are able to. Like, she can play it off as, like, she's just being, like, a straight shooter and, like, Israeli. So she doesn't understand it. And it's, like... The way that, like, people who are, like, where English isn't their first language, they can kind of be like, oh, I just didn't know. No, I totally agree. She gets away with so much more than a lot of the other characters do. Yeah, like, she does she, sort of incite it, but then she can sort of play it off as, like, she's she sort of is able to, like, light the match and then walk away. Yeah, no, totally. But I do like her. I like her, too. Um, who else? Well, Heather. 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 um, Well, by trade, she was a Playboy playmate. So that's where she got her claim to fame. Yeah. And she like still mentions it however many years later. Yeah. Did you know she's actually the second richest person on the show? No. Well, not not Jason and Brett. They're by far the richest. But I guess I mean the second richest girl. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. She's worth three million dollars. Okay. Um, bookmark that number because I'll tell you who's worth more than that. Okay. Uh, okay, so she now – well, the first season she was dating some, like, Russian hockey player. Oh, yeah. Remember that? And she was, like, madly in love with him. Now yeah, she's and she dating... kept, like, traveling to whatever country he was living in. Yeah, or she'd, like, leave a client meeting to, like, FaceTime with him. FaceTime him, and she'd be like, oh, it's the time difference. Sorry, I have to take this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is, like, again, what leads us to believe that maybe selling real estate is not their full-time job. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've been in a fake long-distance relationship where the time difference sucked. And guess what? I had to wake up. You still had to work. In the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't just say, oh, sorry, full-time job. I just need to pop out for an hour-long <laughs> Skype sesh. Mid-sales meeting. Yeah, it doesn't work like that, honey. No, but now she's dating and engaged to Tarek Musa from HGTV. Yeah, which happened very quickly. Very quickly. Also, I don't really watch that much HGTV, but didn't he have, like, a really high-profile divorce? He definitely did. I want to say maybe his wife was in one of the shows with him. I think that's right. I think I remember hearing that. There's, like, a lot of couples on HGTV. TV, I feel like so I'm not totally keyed in on that. Yeah, and I don't I don't watch HGTV, so I have no idea. But he is hot. Actually, um, also he is has not been in the show yet because HGTV and Netflix haven't worked out a deal where he can appear on Netflix until recently. Like he'll be on the new season, but apparently there's a lot of back and forth between the networks. Oh, yeah. 
Apparently, that was the same thing as Justin Hartley, which yes. we'll get into. Yes, of course. Um, um, okay, then who else do we have? Well, we have Davina, which actually, yeah. in a lot of ways, she's my least favorite to me. She is my least favorite character. Davina is honestly, she's the only one who I think is actually a bitch on the show. She's a bitch. The thing about it is, she's way too average looking to be as bitchy as she is. Or just average in general. Like, we don't really see her sell any homes. She doesn't have an interesting personality. Yeah. She's, like, I just am, like, I don't get what is giving her this sense of confidence. And just to be such a mean person. Like, she's just mean. She is very mean-spirited. And, like, in a normal room, she might be pretty. But honestly, against these women, like, against these women, anyone would look like a troll. But, like, she just, like, by comparison is definitely, like, the potato of the group, both in personality and looks and everything. Yeah, so she must overcompensate by just being, like, mean. Yeah. And she also, so, like, the big content of the third season is that she got the brokerage's biggest deal. She was trying to sell a $75 million home and sort of, yeah, she can't do it. The best meme I've seen about it, I think I sent it to you, where it was like a meme of Obama speaking at the DNC, and it was like, I'm just going to say it. Davina hasn't sold the $75 million home because she can't. (laughs) So good. It's good. Yeah, she sucks. She's definitely the least favorite. Completely agree. Okay, so we have, I feel like we've got, what, Chriselle and Christine left? I think that's it. Let's go into Chriselle first, I think. Okay. So Chriselle is, they paint her, you can, you can tell they're painting her as like the number one protagonist. They built the show around her Mm -hmm. because she comes in as the new girl at the agency. And that's like for season one, she's the newcomer and there's all this drama about her fitting in. And so she's a soap actor who was married to Justin Hartley who was in This Is Us or is in This Is Us yeah, I actually don't watch that show I think they met on a um, they met on Days of Our Lives I think or they, they were or all my children they were on two different shows oh, gotcha. but I think they did meet they met during... in the soap opera circuit yes they met when they were both not very famous yeah and then he obviously, when he got cast on Young and shot, the Restless, like, shot to, got it. Yeah, he like shot to superstardom while she is, rel- was relatively no name. Is obviously getting more fame, but you know he's on a network like primetime show. Yeah, and he's sort of the heart. I think he's supposed to be the heartthrob of it. Yeah, he probably is. I could not watch This Is Us. It was way too hokey for me, but. I thought it was so sad that every episode I watched, my Kelly watched This Is Us, and, like, I would watch one-off episodes with her, and I would bawl every episode. What I would have sad. no context. But it got I to no a point. Context, and then I would just start crying, and so I was like, this show is too much for me emotionally. I can't do it. Yeah, I agree with you. It's too much. I couldn't watch it. Um, okay, but he's on it, and yeah, I mean, you're right. They try to paint her as the protagonist. She's, like, the underdog, too. She's just, like, the sweetest pie. She's from the Midwest, and she now is in L.A. She's this country bumpkin. This is how they're painting her. Yes. 
And she's there now trying to make it. She can't even sell in Hollywood. She has to sell in the Valley. Blah, blah, blah. This obviously tells you how I feel about it. I don't buy it. She's a soap opera actress. Um, I think she's fine, but I don't buy that she's as sweet as and innocent as they make her to be to the other women. I mean, we'll talk about her relationship with Justin in a minute, but I, I think she's probably got a little more edge to her than they'd like us to believe. She definitely does. I mean, they talk about her backstory about how she was like lived out of her car for a while and like went through extreme poverty. Like you don't go through that type of life scenario and come out like super sunny and like so sweet. Like you have an edge. If you've lived in your car, you have an edge for yeah, better you or for worse. You do. You do. You, you absolutely do. Yeah, I just think she's not. I, I think don't know she's they... very. I think she's very good at playing a role, and she like yes. picks it parts of her personality to show and there's nothing wrong with that but like no, it's exactly what I would do if I was being filmed all the time but like she definitely she doesn't seem very real to me I agree she seems very phony all right and save the best for last yeah well Christine so no big deal but BuzzFeed told me I'm a Christine oh I should have taken a quiz I didn't even I, I should have out. sent it to you. I thought about it. Um, I met Christine. Christine, which I feel, I mean, I don't think I really am, but I do think we have similar tastes in things like cars and clothes and stuff. Um, but she is by far the most dramatic. She, like, instigates all the drama. She's, like, the bougiest. She dr- only wears Louboutins. She drives crazy expensive cars. She has yeah, beautiful she has, like, super houses. long fake hair. Yeah, she sometimes it'll take two hours for her to get her hair done every day. And she, I read a thing today that said she spends a thousand a day on glam, not including her wardrobe. Glam when she's filming or just in general? Ooh, I don't know. It just said she spends a thousand a day on glam, not including her wardrobe. So like hair and makeup. That's insane. Yeah, unreal. I guess, I mean, but. When you hear numbers like that, it makes you feel better when you look like shit. I got a video of myself on a Zoom call sent. Thanks, Izzy, if you're listening. <laughs> um, and it was literally like me with the worst facial expression. I have like a triple chin. I'm wearing no makeup. And then you see yourself like that. I mean, and I paid $0 for my glam. And then I know what I could look like if I paid $1,000. So it does. That's a good that point. You like, feel better. That's true. You see these beautiful people, but you're like, they're spending two hours to get a ponytail. Like, yeah. Can you imagine? I, I mean, I can't even wake up. I had to wake up 20 minutes before I needed to leave the house today. And I was like, what the actual fuck? No, every day I like, go to I bed can't. and I'm like, wake up early and actually try to look cute tomorrow. And every morning I snooze my alarm. Oh, same. I've gotten to the, this quarantine has just like made all cares I ever had about my physical appearance just I mean completely down the drain well that's kind of great though yeah I guess I guess that's true so anyway she's like a glam diva obviously the villain I think playing into it too I think she oh, like wanted sure. to get more she knew time. kind of what sells exactly what was going to build her brand and if you know you're not being cast as, like, the protagonist, then you have to make you have yourself to interesting. Villain. Yeah. So you have to be the villain. And so I think she definitely played into that. 
Oh, a hundred percent. And I think you'd even, I think she would say she did. Yeah, I believe it. And I've read articles about people saying that like, she definitely like is playing into that role. Apparently her and Mary used to be roommates, which I can't, I truly can't even imagine these two women having roommates. Neither can I, but that's interesting. I because they used to be very close. And then obviously like season two, season three, there's yeah. a definite falling out. There's a rift between them. Yeah. Um, well, let's take a quick break and then like dive into some of the storylines. Got it. Love it. Okay, we're back. Molly, um, where, where should we go first? Oh, boy. I'm trying to think of a good place to start. I mean, what's fresh, obviously, in my mind is season three because it's what I just watched. Yeah. I mean, do we want to – why don't you take us through, like, the Chriselle justin Hartley stuff? Okay. Got it. So – Pretty much what happens is pretty when season two, like right when season two dropped, it was announced that they were getting divorced, right? Yeah, and that he surprised her with it. And that he surprised her with it. And so and so all the headlines were like she had no idea, etc. And so season two was kind of like to be continued. And then they and basically, they really, like... You... They really did her dirty because at the end of season two, when all the news was dropping and the tabloids were saying this, and then at the beginning of season three, they really, like, fuck her over because they keep showing scenes of her saying how great her marriage is and how much she loves her husband. Oh, yeah. They, like, played up the editing with that so much. Yeah. Like, they, I mean... Yeah, they made her look like she... And, yeah, apparently she says that she has no idea and that he, like, told her via text message that he was filing for divorce and that she had no idea that it was coming. They had gotten into a small fight but, like, didn't think it was anything that extreme. And, obviously, a big, like, plot point is, like, half the girls, the protagonist half, believe her and are on her side. And then the villain's half... Uh, Davina, Christine, Heather, to a certain extent. Yeah, Heather. Yeah, feel like she's lying and must have known. Which camp do you fall in? I mean, so I, you, I mean, okay. So I believe that you could be genuinely shocked that they filed for divorce, but I, you had to know that there were some type of issues in your relationship. I just don't think you can think you had a perfect relationship and then all of a sudden the person files. Maybe. Like, I just, it just seems hard to totally believe, but I do genuinely think that she was at least, like, caught pretty off guard and didn't see it coming. But I also have read a ton, and my only defense to her is that maybe she didn't know, is because I've read, like, the celebrity deep dive gossip sites that I read talk about how he's been cheating for a long time. And so maybe she just assumed, like, okay, he's just a serial cheater, but, like, he's going to continue to stay with me. Yeah. Um, 
This I don't know. Su- what do you think? Well, this may surprise you because I was like pretty hard on Chriselle before the break and called her phony, which I still think she is. But I also know that men can be really rash. And so I guess I feel like probably there were problems in the marriage or like question marks. But I actually do believe I feel like men can be pretty irrational and pretty um, quick to jump on something, especially if he was cheating or especially if he was interested. I actually do believe that he may have gotten to a point, didn't communicate it with her. They got into a fight and he was like, well, this is my perfect out. I'm done. Yeah. And so even though I think she's phony, I, I'm on the camp that I believe her. I think she was caught off guard because I don't know why I've never trusted Justin Hartley. He just seems a little seedy to me. He seems like someone who thinks he's really hot, knows girls like him. And like Chriselle wasn't even his first marriage. Not that people who get married multiple times are bad, but like, you know, it's not like, I don't know. I mean, he, he to me, no, seems I like agree. A I don't trust jumper. him. Yeah, I don't trust him. I don't trust him either. No. And regardless of like, if you think that she was surprised or not, the fact that like anyone at her office or like that kind of calls her a friend is questioning it. Oh, that's like so that to up. me yeah. is so messed up. Like you have to, as a Leo, loyalty is like my number one pillar. <laughs> And if you're not riding for me, like, absolutely fucking not. I will cut you. Like, I can't. I can't deal with people that would be, like, even giving the time of day. I don't care if Justin Hartley was your best fucking friend and you played pool with him four times a week. Like, if Chriselle is your girl, you cut him. You cut him right away. Oh, I 100% agree with you. I think you're always closer, even if you're friends with a couple, you're always closer to one of them. And, like, when a couple breaks up, you have to choose sides. And the fact that even the women who doubt Chriselle literally met Justin Hartley once and they interact with Chriselle daily, even if they don't like her, like, you can't, you just can't. You can't side with someone you met once. Yeah, it's so messed up. That honestly, like, I, I did feel very bad for her in that I did whole too. ordeal. I did too, actually. Even though I think she's, like, phony, I buy it. I think that, I think she's phony, but he's phonier. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's Hollywood. Everyone's phony to a certain extent. Yeah, exactly. And he's already, like, dating another co-star of theirs from their soap opera days. Oh, really? I didn't even read that. Yeah, what's interesting is, I don't know, I feel like you hear the story of, like, men trading up and, like, dating younger a lot. But his, like, new girlfriend is not younger. Interesting. Yeah. That is a fun fact. yeah, I agree with you. Um... Obviously, I think we should talk about Christine's wedding. Yes. Well, okay. So throughout the season, well, she comes back in season two and she's like suddenly engaged. Yeah. She like, they put her on this like fake date with a client. Apparently it was totally fake. Like the guy isn't even rich. (laughs) I believe that. Yeah. He's like literally like a random Facebook employee. I was watching all these TikTok. I was going down like these like selling sunset TikTok things. <laughs> and yeah, it was like he literally, apparently he is her friend from high school. And he like came on the show as a favor and pretended to be really rich and date her for a plot line. But it was completely fake. You mean the guy before her husband? 
Yeah, the okay, guy before yeah. her husband. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not her. I, I have no, I've done no research I on have. her actual husband. Her actual okay. husband, because you see him and you're like, okay, he must have money. Because, like, that's the only reason why someone like Christine would date someone like him. Yeah, no, that's fair. He doesn't have a great hairline, but he's not horrible looking. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, so he's apparently worth $20 million. He was okay, yeah. one of the early developers of... It, I can't figure out which one, but one of the food delivery apps. So probably like Postmates. Oh. Yeah. Dang. Why was I not a developer? I know. It's because you're a woman and like there's like three women in code. I know. But didn't – did you take that computer science class with me? No. Oh, wait. No. Yes. I thought you did. Yeah, I I forgot about that. And we were just like making like triangles. We made like a screensaver. Yeah, like a triangle screensaver. <laughs> I that I I think we could have fucking coded Postmates. I think God I repressed it. that class, Molly, because I now now that you're saying it, I'm having like <laughs> flashbacks of like not being able to get that fucking triangle to rotate and being freaked out that I would get a bad grade. Did we? I completely repressed this. Remember we had to make Homer Simpson's face? Like Yes. Oh my god, I hated that class. Clearly, I am not a developer. Yeah, I actually didn't mind it because I felt like all you did was you just like copy and paste the stuff. Now I remember I forgot we were in that college class together. Um but I, now I remember you were good at it and it kind of pissed me off cuz I like could not figure out how to rotate a triangle. Well, apparently, it would have been great. I could have made $20 million, but here I am. Here you so, are with good for Christine. Simpson screensaver. Yeah, exactly. So, apparently, okay, so Christine did well. Okay, so she did well. And she's also, I mean, she's worth half a million on her own anyway. Okay. Um, She, and also, by the way, they're all, like, worth these. Chriselle is worth the most, by the way. She's worth $5 million. I believe that because she's like actually done. She a had lot a of career, acting. yeah, yeah. But... And I mean, in the divorce, she might end up being worth more than that. So. That's a very good point. It might work out to her favor. Um, but apparently, for any promoted Instagram posts they make, they get between fifteen hundred to four thousand per sponsored post. That's what we need to start getting oh involved my God. in. Are you kidding me? We need that. But they actually, like, have a lot of followers. So that's kind of surprising to me that it's so low. Oh, my God. I think it's a lot. If you did two of those a week, like, you'd be. Yeah, but I was watching. So Stassi, do you know, like, Kylie Jenner's best friend? No. best friend? No, I'm not, like, a Kardashian person. I know very little about them. Anyway, literally this girl's (laughs) only famous for being friends with Kylie. Okay. And she makes, she charges $36,000 $36,000 a post. Whoa. I don't know what kind of brands can afford that. I mean, yeah, it's insane. So I guess to me, like the 4000 I mean, obviously to me, if I was receiving $4,000 a post, I would shit my pants. But For like anyone in the grand scheme of a... influencer marketing, it seems lower than I would expect with how much like fame they've recently gotten. That's fair. I would just like to point make the point that if anyone is listening and has a product of push, I'll post about it for twelve fifty. 
$12.50. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll post about it for just like a free, like you want to give product. me a bottle of vodka and I'll chug it in one episode and Marissa and I each like drink a fifth of vodka. Like we're interested. We'll do it for free. Yeah. Um, if you're top ramen, you want to give me one cup of noodles and I I'll like that, that's my day. payment. I'll post the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I love cup of noodles. God, I really hope a squirrel repellent startup is listening to this. Oh my god, can you imagine if like squirrel spikes are our season two sponsor and we come back and we're like squirrel spike? <laughs> oh my god, I hope we're gonna have to do a lot of branding before that. Um. Okay. Anyway, so Christine, the big plot point of the third season is her wedding, and as we said, she is drama in. A bottle so she her whole wedding theme is like goth like goth or like yeah it was like a winter wonderland gothic yes right yeah because it so snows like, during the ceremony yeah it snows Fake and there's snow. like too much snow all the guests are like what the fuck yeah they're snow? like what the fuck i would be pissed if because you know you'd get your hair done and you're like wearing an expensive dress yeah. i would hate that i agree and she wore like so christine decides to wear a black wedding dress and everything else is white, and all the guests are wearing white. And I do kind of low key love the idea of all the guests wearing one color, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm very dramatic, though. So I could see myself pulling something like that. I mean, it depends how many guests you have. If it's like seven people and you're like, can you all wear black? It's one thing. But if you have 3,000 guests and you're like, wear this one color, it could get tricky. Yeah, then I just have security kick him out. Can't come. Sorry. <laughs> because you're dating the guy who invented TikTok. I I, I hope. I have no probably. Who knows? We don't know. I, I mean, is that like the Chinese government? Am I dating like <laughs> yeah. a world leader at this point? Yeah, exactly. That's the plan. I mean, that's fine. He's got to be worth a lot more oh than 20 God. million. <laughs> so you could do any wedding. Well, her wedding is just like truly ridiculous. I read a buzz. I saw a BuzzFeed headline that was like, Christine cried at the way she was portrayed. And I was like, oh, she's going to like be sad that she was portrayed to be the villain. Nope. It was, she was sad that they didn't show how dramatic and how expensive her wedding was because apparently yeah. she had two different black dresses. She had black champagne. She even had a wall where it was all black and people reached through in black Swarovski crystal studded gloves, handing guests champagne. She had a black wedding cake with like bleeding strawberries inside. Um, each person had like a custom chocolate gargoyle. Like it was unreal. That's wild. Yeah. They really did. I did kind of feel bad. And I also was just cu- more curious about her wedding. Yeah. But they did make her entire wedding about, about the Griselle divorce. Yeah, they did. And so, yeah, I'm not going to lie. If I were her, I would be a little bit pissed. I'm kind of mad they didn't do, like, a full, like, I would have loved those cheesy, like, wedding episodes. Like, oh, my I God. I been, like, I would have loved a behind-the-scenes, like, spinoff. gave way more airtime to Mary's backyard wedding than they did to this, like, multi-million dollar wedding. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I am just a person who's a sucker for a good wedding show. Me too, As yeah. much as a lot of days I hate weddings and marriage. Yeah. I So I would have liked to get a better look into her wedding. I completely agree. But, yeah, I think, like, 
they try to make everything about Chriselle. It's like, ooh, how's Chriselle feeling about this? If you, Chriselle's like the Marsha of the Brady Bunch. You know that line where they're like, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. It's like always Chriselle. I've never seen the Brady Bunch, but I'll take your word for it. Okay, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'll forgive you for that one, but I will never forgive you for not watching Space Jam. Space Jam, yeah. Sorry, it's on the list. I better be high up. I That's, like, unforgivable. That you still okay. haven't watched it is, like, honestly a dagger. It's like a squirrel spike to my heart. I don't heart. even know where I can stream it, and now I don't even pay for TV anymore because I'm too poor. So Wow. Well, this I... is really going to hamper our season two. Brought to well, you I pay for PBS. Hulu and Netflix and Amazon. <laughs> okay, fine. So, fine. I like obviously still have some streaming. We're I'm 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 figuring out. We're in the works of okay, getting great. TV. It's just great. it wasn't in the August September budget. That's it. Real. Might make the 2021 budget. We'll see. That's what happens. reasonable. Um, what else did you think? Anything else about like Christine's wedding or like other thoughts about it? Like. Do you think that that wedding and that marriage, like, after that scale wedding, do you think that marriage is doomed to fail? I don't really – it's so hard because you don't get a good idea of, like, the Christine-Christian relationship. Oh, I forgot his name was Christian. Yeah. Like, I just – I'm not really who, like, sure – because he doesn't come to as many of the – like, Romaine comes to a lot of the parties, yeah. and it feels like they're kind of trying to make him a character Yeah, in the show. But her partner, Christian, is kind of really on the back burner. But my guess is he's, like, so obsessed with her yeah. because she's, like, so much hotter than anyone I'm sure he ever dated before that he's probably, like gonna be in it for the long haul and it will only be if she gets bored yeah, she'll or like, be the one can divorce to... him for money mm-hmm. and then find someone else yeah she'll be the one to to break it off if so but I mean they do say that that women should always date down yeah that's true but I guess she's not really dating down if he's worth 20 million dollars I mean in terms of looks like although yeah. her look is like very artificial but she is pretty yeah, no, she totally is pretty. But it's, like, very, like, manufactured. Yeah, it's very fake. Yeah, yeah. So it ta- a certain type of guy likes that. Like, there are men who are not into that, like, super, super fake look, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, well, all men like to pretend they're not. They're all like, ooh, no, I just like a girl in sweatpants and no makeup. And it's like, okay, buddy, like, that's not sweatpants and make- and no makeup. Yeah, no, I feel like, well, men will be like, oh, I don't want, like, girls to have, like, fillers or lip injections, and they have no idea that, like, so many normal girls that you would have no idea, like, have had fillers and have, like, their lips done and stuff. Like, I feel like they assume that, like, having plastic surgery is super obvious, and they have no idea that, like, so many regular average women are walking around with, like, lip fillers and cheek fillers and all that for sure although I will say I have like a sonar for fake boobs like I I can like spot them from like three miles away like if I'm on the beach I can like zoom in and spot them really I don't feel like I can I don't know what it is it's like I can just like sniff them out always 
But I don't mind fake boobs as long as they're not, like, too, too big. Yeah, look, if you want them, get them. Frankly, I would consider them one day because, like, now that I'm aging, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, like, not cute. But um, I'm just saying that some people can tell. Oh, yeah, I believe that. I feel like some people being me. Yeah, you're right. Men are oblivious. Men have no idea. Men don't even, yeah, they don't even understand makeup. No. Speaking of men, and also the show at hand, um, Brett, apparently, drama-wise, Brett left the Oppenheim group since season three ended, and he's starting his own brokerage. That is what I heard as well. I'm very interested as to why he did that. Me too. I did hear that they did interviews basically saying that they thought the show was going to be closer to million dollar listing yep. which i love million dollar listing i think it's a great show i don't watch it as religiously as i've watched selling sunset but million dollar listing are like actually like super legit top of their game real estate agents and it is much more there's drama but it's much more real estate like focused and i think they thought this show was going to be that and it obviously is not the real estate exactly. is like a cherry on the top of the drama. Yeah, it's a backdrop for why these characters are together. I mean, did you see Chrissy Teigen even like called them out and was like, I look at real estate in LA all the time and like I've never seen these people. Yeah, I did see that. And then Davina was like, Yes, huh? Ugh, of course, Davina. She like tweeted, I don't... Davina apparently tweeted and was like, Well, I sell luxury condos typically. Oh, yeah. Okay, Davina. Okay, sure. Like, meanwhile, you will never sell this $75 million house. Yeah, absolutely not. Apparently, this is completely random tangent. Not totally, but Ariana Grande's new boyfriend is an L.A. real estate agent. So I'm like, what do we need to do to get him on the show? Oh, that Plus would be Ariana. Great. Well, apparently, there actually are, like, three or four guys that work at the Oppenheim Group that they don't show on camera. Like, they very much make it seem like this, like, these two skeezy guys. the team's way bigger. Yeah. I went on their website and, like, looked, and there's a ton of other women. Wait, you just, like, didn't? Oh, yeah. I'm going to go on now. Yeah, you've got to look. No, and there's, yeah, there's a bunch of, because I think I either went on their website or their Instagram, and they posted, like, uh, basically, like, headshots of everyone. And there's a lot of other women that work there, too, that apparently didn't make the cut for whatever reason. Yes, and a couple guys. I'm looking right now, and actually, what's interesting is the women who aren't on it are also beautiful. Like, which, like, I mean, still it makes it seem like, you know, they only hire beautiful people, (laughs) which, like, doesn't look Um, better. Like, literally all their headshots are, like, um, model shoots. Yeah, they probably literally double as models. Yeah, I wonder why these people aren't on it. I mean, I'm sure, A, some people don't want to. Yeah. And B, they probably, I mean, even reality shows do try to keep the, like, main cast pretty tight. Yeah. Because you can't, like, be invested in 20 people's Yes, it's so true. So you do have to, it kind of is weird that they're just, like, 
at least not in the background though because you're right they absolutely edit it to make it seem like it's this super close-knit family and it's just them when obviously their office is like double or triple the size yeah so do they just kick can you imagine if like Okay, I bet you, like, production interviewed all the staff to figure out who was the most interesting. Can you imagine if you were deemed not interesting enough and then you were, no. like, they were, like, sorry, but you can't work in your office today because we need it for filming. Can you, like, go somewhere else? Not, no, not that only are honestly you not would be the most enough. traumatizing thing for me. Yeah. Like, I can't even picture it. <laughs> I would do anything though if they try to make a reality show at my job. I would do I would do anything to get on that show. What would anything you do? What me. character would you like walk in as? Um, well for me I feel like it's easy because I work in finance, so I'm the only single girl. So I'd have so many plot lines of like I mean, I feel like it like easy one is like you have an affair with someone yeah you have married or or you're just like hooking up with like a bunch of people and then they like find out yeah you'd have to get a little um you know I feel like I mean that's like unfortunately that's like what I would have to do yeah you would have to and it sounds like you're willing to do it well, for the reality show not actually in my real profession yeah yeah yeah. willing or doing that for the record for sure. Yeah. Um, well, what else is there to say about it besides this is a great show? It's um, a great show. Honestly, it will take you absolutely no time to binge. Yeah. It'll be very, very quick. Um, and so rewarding. So if you like reality TV, if you like real estate, check it out. Yeah, if you like sitting in your own 600-square-foot home and, you know, complaining and making fun of other people's beautiful multi-million dollar homes, then this is the show for you. Yeah, and I think it is the show for a lot of our listeners. I think everyone's going to love it. Yeah, well, with that, we bring our season one to a close. Wow, what a season. Thanks all of our fans for listening to us. Thank you for listening faithfully, with us, growing, all the engagement, learning, um, becoming, evolving, Live, laugh, loving. Exactly. <laughs> 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 um, we we appreciate you and honestly like I mean, like, don't be too mean to us because clearly we have, like, pretty fragile egos and we have enough hard things going on already. But, like, send us some feedback. Let us know what types yeah, of Yeah, what shows. do you guys, like, like to hear about? Do you like the shows that you've already watched? Do, do you, you like wish? to hear about new shows? Do you wish there was less, like, small talk? Do you wish there were more small talk about us? Like, do you wish what- we'd actually do research and and do things that we know what we're talking about instead of talking about it on Just things like we make up. Random fake facts. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fake news. <laughs> But that's, like, the way of 2020 is you just say anything and it's true. You make it up. But also, like, notify us if you're not down with that. If you want us to, like, do more research, less research, more BuzzFeed quizzes. I know. I do feel like I dropped the ball on the BuzzFeed quiz. I think you should do one now and you can, like, post your results later. Yeah. And I did like the lookalike 
our celebrity look like that was very successful yeah what were the what were the results oh the results so you got um Vanessa Hudgens sure yeah and I got Haley Steinfeld you know I told you I didn't see it until you posted it I was I voted for Haley Steinfeld on our own poll Okay, well, I'm glad that you saw the light. It was so funny because I forgot had forgotten who had told me that, and it was Hattie because she sent me, like, five text messages when she listened to the episode, and she Shout was like, you are her. I yeah. like, did, have I told you that? And I was like, I knew that someone told me that, and I was like, it was definitely you because I watched Pitch Perfect 3 with her, 2 with mm. her. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it's true. I I definitely saw it. But you're definitely Vanessa Hudgens, too. Yeah, so that was fun game, listeners. That was. Love you. We'll think of another one that'll be fun. And then we'll try to post some interesting content while we do our little fall break. Um, Yeah, our sabbatical. Our sabbatical, where we actually do our real jobs that pay us more than $6 per four months of work. Yeah. But, you know, it's been a heck of a ride. We should start an OnlyFans. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That oh, my God. Well, we need to chat offline because yeah. it's a hole we could open up. We could go oh, and do boy. a whole podcast on that. Wow. Can't wait. Well, I'm I'm already looking forward to season two. And... I am, too. I'm ready for friggin' people to wear their fucking masks so that we can start filming and production on new shows. We can get new content. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're going to start having to source some really old stuff. Hope you guys like, like, really old reviews. Next time is Brady Bunch, since apparently Molly. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so maybe I've got to start on that. Oh, man. Okay, well, we love you. We'll be back after some testing and developing and feedback and listening, none of which we're very good at. But we're Yeah, exactly. We might just do the same fucking thing that we've been doing. (laughs) We'll let you know. Uh, we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye. Exciting news. Broads Who Binge is now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So pick your favorite platform. And if you're enjoying this, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe.